This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome in to a very special WrestleMania Backlash Predictions panel episode of the BCP. Very excited to welcome in my all-star panel at this time. And guys, please share the stream, join the chat, let us know who you got, because I don't want to know who this guy's got. He is the Mr. Perfect of the BCP. You know him as the host of now the Sweet Chin Musings podcast. Our good friend, Mr. Mike Mueller. Mueller, what up, bro? Mueller. Not too much, Rob. How you doing, man? Good to see you. It's been a minute. It, it has, man. We're, we're coming out strong right. this week. We got a lot going on. 80s Con will be at Baltimore Celeb Fest. Hopefully trying to get some of those interviews. So, you know, call the BCP. Let's see what we can do, man. You ready to go, bro? I'm ready to go. I'm ready for this, man. I uh, WrestleMania was, I, I don't know about anybody else, but it exceeded my expectations. So while I don't have, well, I'm not super hyped for WrestleMania Backlash, I wasn't super hyped for WrestleMania, and it ended up being a great thing. So I'm hoping we get uh, more happy surprises uh, for Backlash. So we'll see. I love it. Very and as always, it's an honor for yeah, you. Yeah, there, there it is. There it is. I'm, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. He's ready to go. Yeah, it was great. Very well said. And our next two guests, they were both at WrestleMania, I believe. Please welcome back to the show. You know her as our favorite Mandalorian. A Mandalorian, I should say. She is the general manager of Mission Pro Wrestling. And by now, a BCP first ballot Hall of Famer, Miss Mandalorian. Amanda, what up? How are you? I'm good. Excited to be back. I missed you guys. So it's it feels good to be like back home how, with my with my faves. How was fans, how was your so. WrestleMania experience? Because I was super I, jealous. I enjoyed it. It exceeded just like Mike. It exceeded my expectations. I kind I went in with low expectations just because it's better. I think just for me mentally to go in that way sometimes and then like be happily and pleasantly surprised. Um, the ambiance was amazing. The events that whole weekend were so much fun. I even have my WrestleMania t-shirt. Hey, there it is. You weren't anywhere near the fire, were you? Oh, stop. No, No, I I wasn't. Okay, good, good. Just want to make sure you were safe. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't, thankfully, but... Um, loved it. It was it was so much fun, and hopefully I can go to I think it's L.A. next year. So Ooh, we'll see. Okay, okay. Hopefully we'll see you guys there. And guys, please mm-hmm. welcome in making her BCP long-awaited debut. You know her as a member of Mania Club and representing Mania Club. She is a wrestling aficionado. Please welcome in for her debut, Miss Kelly Hopkins. Kelly, welcome in. How are you? Bob, thank you. It's so great to finally be here on the podcast. I'm doing great, obviously, since I get to be here today. So thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Kelly is overqualified because uh, she was also at Mania, I believe, and she's met a lot of these superstars. Show them the arms. Show them the tattoos. These are legit tattoos. What, you just got Randy Orton and someone else's at Mania? We just got Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels added in, although it is not a not safe for work tattoo. He was kind enough to alter (laughs) his signature slightly for me. Um, Definitely got to hear a lot about that over the weekend, and I can't comment on my whereabouts on the fire, where I was. I've been advised not to acknowledge that. But you did acknowledge (laughs) Roman Reigns. That's all that matters. Always acknowledge Roman Oh, I'm so jealous. (laughs) He's my favorite. (laughs) Wow. 
Wow. All right. Well, on that note, guys, let's get into it. Where do we start? Um, you know, someone pointed out to me a lot of these matches uh, mostly are rematches from WrestleMania. Um, like, as you said, you know, Mania was above all our expectations. It was a lot of fun. They really went for it. A lot of surprises. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, Cody. I mean, it's been talked about to death, but I mean, it's, it was just a stellar show. I'm so glad some of you all got to be there. Let's start with a match. Uh, I don't even know if polarizing is the right word. Let's talk about Charlotte Flair taking on Ronda Rousey uh, in an I quit match. I've shared my feelings on both these competitors. Ronda, I have never been very high on in the world of professional wrestling. Um, just as my personal take, I, I've got to work with Marina Shafir recently and seen her on the independence. And I'm just like, man, she, Marina Shafir is killing it. If they did that with Ronda, I think Ronda would be money. And, and just, uh, I think that's the way to book Ronda. So I'm not, I'm just not thrilled with this whole thing. I don't know if either you guys are feeling this right now. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, going the I quit route is again, I using the word interesting a lot. You guys know me, uh, when I use that, <laughs> but, um, I heard there was some backstage drama from some several sources, uh, according to their their card placement at Mania. So there's a lot of moving parts here. I don't know how I feel about this. Mueller, uh, save me here, man. Yeah, uh, well, this was, I think this was the shock of all of WrestleMania. I, I, I think most of us thought Ronda had it on lock. Uh, I'm with you, Rob. I don't really like her in pro wrestling. I don't like, like, I don't like smiling Ronda at all. It's a, I don't like smiling Brock Lesnar either, although I'm not super popular with that. But it's, I, she needs to be badass all business. That is what he, what she is. I get the feeling, and I think a lot of other people get the feeling that it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's not a natural thing for her. But you don't bring Ronda Rousey in to keep losing and losing, especially in something like an I Quit match. Uh, I'd say this is as close to a lock as you're going to get, although I would have said that for WrestleMania and I would have looked a fool. So you never know, but I just think that with it, with it being Ronda and MMA background, yeah, Charlotte has, you know, the, the figure eight. And so there's, at least she has a submission move. It's not Stone Cold and Bret Hart in 97 when Austin didn't even have a, a submission move. So at least she's got that, but I think this is definitely Ronda and I'm hoping, I doubt it'll happen, but I'm hoping that she gets the this win and it's maybe the beginning of a heel turn because we got to do something with this character like i said i'm just i'm not invested in this character at all i was barely invested the first time around i'm not invested at all this time i was thrilled when she lost to my girl charlotte at wrestlemania but i just don't think it's going to happen again i think this is all ronda all ronda which means that charlotte is going to say the words i quit Charlotte is going to say the words I quit. Yeah, it's it's and it's she's not going to like pass out or something. So Ronda wins that way. The words I quit will be said and Charlotte's going to say it. She's she's a heel character and she everyone wants to see her get her come up. And so I, I think she's going to say the words. All right. Fair point. I really don't know where to go. Let's ask the GM of Mission Pro. How, how do you book this one? You know, I, I thought honestly at Mania she was going to win, too. I really thought Ronda was going to win, and I was surprised that she didn't. But something felt off, just the, the vibe. And I feel like it's it, it has felt off for Ronda this whole run as well. I, I feel like it's even less organic than it was the first time. Um, like, it's more forced on her part. Totally. And, you know, at least even recalling the first run, yes, it wasn't really her best side and not the side that we're used to seeing of Ronda. But at least at that time, it still felt exciting and fresh for her and you could tell she was enjoying it more and i feel like here again she's pushing it more that this is again something not in her this is not this is not the best ronda that we've seen and i'm with you mike i feel like 
you know, I, I want to see Ronda just go in, just be a badass, like just, just what you saw in the MMA world, just that fierce, you know, intense. And, and yes, we have smiling Brock, but Brock is enjoying it. I feel like more than Ronda is. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what's saving me. I think for smiling Brock is a uh, Brock is enjoying it and he's exactly having fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just feel like Rhonda just isn't. And I feel like if they let her be the heel and let that energy just transfer out and just go on a rampage and, and I think she's going to win. And I think, I think we will see a heel turn and I think it's going to give Charlotte a chance to come back maybe as a face this time. I think we're going to get a double turn. Um, and could we on Rhonda's end even see, maybe we get Shayna Baszler. Maybe we get somebody else, you know, kind of coming up too. you know, something to kind of cement that heel turn. Um, I I think she is going to, I think Charlotte is going to say the words I quit. It's going to happen. I agree with Mike. I just wonder whether it's going to be through completely on Rhonda's doing on her own, or again, if we're going to get some outside interference and maybe get a kind of a small mimic of what we have with the bloodline right now in terms of maybe like a, a heel stable or heel something kind of with, with, for Rhonda. But I think Rhonda's going to, she's a lock for this one for me. She was great as a heel on Twitter too, before she came back. Like I thought she was or, coming back Or in back any heel. interview she does. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was coming um, back heel for sure. Um, fair point. I mean, I like what you said. I would love to see her join up with Shane. I've said a million times over the years on this show. They really missed the boat. The four horsewomen of the MMA versus the four horsewomen of WWE, you know, People have injuries, they go out, they're released, whatever it is. Um, so I missed the boat on that one. That being said, there's always been the talk of Ronda needs the likes of a Heyman or something like that. So I like where your mind's at. Let's get Shayna and Ronda together immediately. We do have a tag division. Uh, they could be a force to be reckoned with. That could be very cool. Uh, Kelly, your thoughts on this match? So I'm, I'm not going to touch on the things I agree on too much because I obviously agree that we're going to have Rhonda going over here. Uh, Charlotte's definitely going to be saying I quit. But there's a couple things I actually really disagree with here. here, And one of them being that the reason Rhonda or that Rhonda can't be a face well. Rhonda, actually, I feel is invested in wanting to be a face. I think she's wanted the crowd to get behind her and pursue her and get that like big push and pop like she did when she first came out. I think that one taste she had is what she wanted. And her heel turn was so organic because nobody wanted face Rhonda. They were literally interrupting any promo she attempted. And you watched her get flustered if you go back to that tape. So I think her heel turn was so great then because she was just pissed she couldn't get what she wanted. But she could do well as a face if she did get a Heyman. She is not good with trying to remember a script. Maybe if they let her go off the cuff and be herself and say what she wants to say, it could go well. But she's not an actor. That's why Randy Orton's been quoted saying he can only be himself is because he doesn't act. She doesn't act. And we've clearly established that fact. Yeah, we've seen that. Exactly. If somebody else was holding that mic and taking her through, she actually could be a great face while still being dominant with that MMA portion. I'm also going to go on the record saying my two favorite Brock Lesnar's are Brock Party Brock and Cowboy Brock. I think they're both hilarious. I love watching him have fun, and I hate Brock Lesnar. I hate every time I hear that Beast Incarnate music, but at least I was having a good time watching him, and Cowboy Brock looking at him was just the funniest thing I had ever seen. Like, the juxtaposition between his brutality and the country vibe was just hilarious. 
Um, I would love to see Rana and Shayna get together as heels, but if that's going to happen, I don't see her taking the title. I see them transitioning them more into the uh, tag team division to fight with Naomi and Sasha and be the heel couple to take over that from the face to Naomi and Sasha. Um, I do see Ronda using a foreign object to win, though. I think somehow she's going to tie Charlotte up in either a chair if they want to get real gritty with it, let's pull out a chain. I would love to see Charlotte choked out with a chain as dirty as that sounds. Um, but yeah, I agree on those other main points of who's going to win and who's saying they quit. So they had the kendo stick spot at the uh, signing. So she could bring that back and work that in somehow with the submission. She could. Absolutely. I like where your head's at. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a debut so far. We'll have her back. We'll yeah. have her back. Hell of a debut so far, Kelly. You're off to a great start. Uh, guys, and I'll, I'll just agree with the panel. I, I think you guys put it perfectly. I, I wasn't sure where to go with this. I think it makes sense. And, and I think we all want to see Rhonda, be, because we're not all as, as high on her, I think we want to see her evolve in some way. And, and hopefully that's what happens. Uh, guys, please let us know your picks in the chat. Please welcome in Kofi Weedston from Dirty Heels Podcast. <laughs> Michael Sullivan, it's been a minute. Yeah, man. Let us know who you got. David Zubin, ref David Zubin, and Kimmy. Kimmy, so cool. Is that how you say it? Hey. I know her. Kimmy, we'll see if we're double or nothing. Guys, let's go to our next match. Let's talk about, again, a lot of rematches here. AJ Styles versus Edge. We talked about it on the Mania panel where it was like these two guys were going to have this match, a match. One of the matches I was most excited for, uh, Bianca Becky was the number one for me, but I was stoked for this. A little disappointed by this one. I, I expected a little bit more. Again, I'm glad these guys are still going. I'm glad Edge is wrestling again. But they, they almost forced like a... You know, like you always say, Mike, like the double turn, and it was just like, up oh, they're fighting each other. We have to make a good guy versus bad guy, which I get. It's that old school mentality. I feel the product's evolved. But now Edge is doing something very weird. Um, you know, it needs to grow and take time. I don't know how you all feel about it, but I think the whole point of this is to get Damian Priest over. Uh, so we'll see how that this works. It's very interesting. I just listened to the Ember Moon interview with, uh, or Athena, with Chris Van Vliet. Very good. One of my favorite podcast episodes since Mox on Talk is Jericho. And she really opened up. So listen to that. And I'm thinking, you know, they're telling her they had nothing for her. She would have been perfect for this stable. You know, she's like, am I a werewolf? Am, yes. am I a vampire? Like, I'm thinking the whole time, this would have been perfect. It's, it's a real shame. Yeah. But that being said, I hope better things happen for her. I was underwhelmed by this match at Mania. I hate to say it because I, I love the, the thought of it so much. I'm a little confused by all this. I'm a big fan of Styles, heel or face. I like face styles a lot. He tends to wear the blue a little bit more. Hashtag wrestling fashion. Um, I'm not sure where to go on this one. Kelly, help me out. I mean... As far as feeling let down by the match at Mania, I definitely thought, I, I hate to say it when the best part of the match is how solid the entrances are, and then you lose me beyond that. That is, as banging as the entrances should be, that should not be where my focus stays and remains, although I love the fact they kept those wings for edges. He comes in. I love the update to his music to show that darker tone, but again, I'm talking about the entrance and not what the actual match was, and forgive me, I live in Oregon. I smoke a lot of weed. I don't actually remember much of the match besides Priest popping up. So... With that being said, and the way that the stables are moving forward, I see that Edge is still going to go over Styles. I think that might last a little bit longer with Styles putting together more of like a bullet club with pulling in another female. Because with Priest being barred, I think we're going to see that rumor come through with Rhea coming through. 
it's not a tag team. They can't drag her down that way, especially since there's no woman to get involved in her matches. So I think that's where we're going to see Rhea enter in, or sorry, Rhea. Uh, that's where we're going to see Rhea enter in here and really make her impact into that group. Um, so sorry, AJ, but you're not going to win again. And it's going to be thrown outside interference again. So it's going to feel like an exact repeat of the back. Uh, it's literally going to be backlash from Mania. But that's how it's going to go in my eyes. Yeah, I think Edge wins here again at the end of the day. I think... Edge is at that point. He's thankful to be in the ring. He he's won a lot since he's come back. He, he's lost some as well. But again, I think the whole point is to put it over future talent, and I think he understands that. They're uh, I think they're seeing what sticks to the wall here. Uh, they're pulling from a little bit of the brood stuff. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. Uh, what is it called? Judgment Day is that the name of the, the yes. group now? Which yeah. they already have the rights to probably from the the pay per view and all that. So that's mm-hmm. another thing. There will be another pay per view called Judgment. Yeah, Day yeah, the featuring them. Right? Yeah. So this, yeah. I think, Edge wins, and this is where you possibly mm-hmm. add a new member. Um, a lot, Rhea being a leading candidate, um, which would be very cool to see something for her. Uh, Mike, who is very always in touch with WWE booking, um, Kelly yeah. says Edge is going to win. I think Edge is going to win. Uh, Michael Sullivan in the chat, welcome in. I think Edge is going to win. Clinton, welcome in. Um, Reese, welcome in. Guys, let us know who you got. We want to know who Mr. Mueller has got right now, the WWE perfect man himself. Uh, it's so it's appropriate that you said that because I'm starting this thing off by saying this is what's going to happen. It's not what I would do. <laughs> there it is. Um, but it's, I completely agree with Edge pulling from the brood, pulling from the Ministry of Darkness. We're seeing a lot of that aspect of Edge. He's very, very into the mind games. He's very into you. You don't see what's going to happen next and, and getting dark and getting weird. Um, I think there is going to be another member of Judgment Day because you can't be a stable with two people. And like they're not even a tag team, so it doesn't make sense for them to have a name. More people are coming. Uh, a female uh, like Rhea Ripley would be perfect uh, in there. I don't think we're seeing her here, though. Um, I think it's going to be Finn Balor. I think we're getting the swerve with him coming in to help AJ. It's very on brand for the for Edge's character. Um, we just had Finn lose the title. We're not really doing anything with him. I would love to see him and AJ stay together. That's why I said it's not what I would do. I think you've got a better story in keeping them as baby faces going against this new faction. But um, my gut says uh, Finn is a swerve. And he's going to be the one to cost uh, AJ at this match. And he's going to be the newest member of Judgment Day. And in that group, he's jaded. He's bitter. He can be taken in by the darkness. And Edge, we already know Finn has a lot of darkness in him with the demon. We can bring that out a little bit. Imagine the demon face paint, but with there being more purple instead of red. Rob, wrestling fashion, I'm looking at you. Uh, But that's where I see it going. It's just what my gut's telling me. Um, I actually, when we recorded uh, for our podcast, uh, Sweet Chin Musings that you can find on all uh, podcast platforms, self, uh, shameless self-promotion. Um, I actually had AJ winning just because I felt so bad for him. I'm like, this dude just keeps losing and I just want him to win something sometime. So I'm going to go for it. But with the Finn thing, it's just like, it's all these red flags are going off. And I think it's, I, if you're going to do it, I would stretch it out. I would make the turn mean more by having it come in a couple months, but I just have that feeling WWE is going to pull the trigger on it super quick and we're going to see it at Backlash. You're, you're right. You're right. This is why you're here, man. You're right. Finn is definitely going to come, you know, help or whatever. And then the turn, whatever, uh, lights go out, whatever they're going to do. They can have some fun with this, but you're so right. You're so right. 
Um, uh-huh. V, welcome into the chat. I'll take a bet on that, though. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm not betting. I'd say. And he's a bet. I'm not man. much of a. I'm not much of a gambler. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. That's that's a lie. Yeah, it's a, it's a lie. Um, a lot of people in the chat saying Rhea. Yeah, for sure. Amanda, help us out here. You know, I in the ideal world, I would want AJ to win because that would that could build a program again. They, the, throwing in Finn would be awesome. You get the mini Bullet Club. They get, and it would be nice to see like, hey, you know, Rhea goes to Judgment Day. You know, the Bullet Club they can pull in. I don't know what they call them, what they would call themselves at this point, but I'm sure they'd come up with something. Um, and they could probably pull in a female, and you finally get like a little bit more of a mixed kind of tag you know intergender kind of action which would be interesting because we don't really see that very often in the ideal world (laughs) in the ideal world um you know with with finn jumping in i'm i was thinking along the same lines as mike um i could see finn being the third member because heel finn jaded finn is fun finn yes and people want the demon back and i love the idea of him coming with like the purple almost like Undertaker-ish vibes. That'd be kind of a fun, uh, you know, Finn would get really creative with that, but giving him some direction, um, you know, but, and we could get a series of great matches between a heel Finn and AJ. Um, That'd be a great program. And I feel like maybe that's the direction they might go in is pulling in, you know, having Finn cost AJ the victory. They go off and do their program. Edge moves on with Damien, and I could see them going for the tag titles at some point. Um, you know, just I think that's where they're, maybe they're setting up. I could see them going for a tag t- a tag team title run, um, putting them on on Damien and Edge. Um, I, I I would love to see Rhea join if they had another female in the in the wings. If there was another female she could go up against, then I could see AJ winning. Then I could see Rhea joining. I think it's going to happen, but they don't have. I don't. I don't think they have anybody yet to oppose Rhea at this point that could join AJ and form a stable. Maybe it's too linear. But what about just having Liv, just for her it's feud possible. with? I mean, I'm just. I'm just trying to think of the female roster off the top of my head. And that's something too. She'd be the most likely. Yeah. And and I just could see that short term. But if you're going to build a stable, yeah, it would be short term. Yeah, but short term definitely. I mean, that that could work. I mean, maybe that's one way AJ could get the win. You know, Rhea comes out to interfere. Liv comes out. We keep, we leave Finn and AJ open to still teaming. Um, and maybe that postpones the storyline for a little bit. But it, but the Finn turn is going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's going to be awesome when it does, if they do it correctly. <laughs> and yeah. stretch it. I would love to see it just further, a little further. Let me, let me have AJ and Finn together for a little bit yeah. and, and rejoice in that. <laughs> And then y'all can turn, y'all can turn Finn. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, what if you bring Bliss in for it? I mean, she wants something to do. Oh, and that's true. You have two ways for, to do it. And I don't like way number one because it post, Didn't she post something on social media here recently that something big was coming? Didn't she yes. post on Instagram? I don't, and I didn't, I didn't get to see. I just saw it kind of in passing, but mm-hmm. could this Thank be? Would you Possibly. see? Kelly, I see would you see her with? Okay, okay yeah. Go, you're you're about ways. to answer what I'm going to ask. Yeah. He will be on AJ's side in there because I'm still booking it with I see Rhea going that way. But if you've got Ripley on the one side, you've got two ways you can bring in Bliss. One, I'm not a fan of simply because 
I love fiendish bliss. It's really hot. Call me selfish, but I want to keep watching it. I don't care what anybody else says. Screw you guys. So the first way is you bring her back with the twisted bliss kind of stuff. It fits really on Brandon if you're going to do Finn going in, keeping and uh, Finn in with the Bullet Club with AJ with the blue, rocking that color a bit more. She can come in with her, her twisted bliss, color coordination fashion and wrestling obviously the other side is if you're going to keep them on judgment day being more paranormal or whatever screw it have bliss be the little paranormal side on the other way so i still get fiendish bliss let me be selfish it's short term who cares gives them time to plan out something longer and bring in a more permanent female or eventually turn bliss which i don't want but Bliss is a perfect kind of wild card there that you could fit her in in two different ways. Hmm, very interesting. That's a good call. This is a, that's a really good call. It's a good panel. You guys are knocking. I'm so proud of you all. You guys are knocking it out of the park. Uh, I will say this uh, exclusive right here. Shameless promo. I did talk to um, Jarrett from Bowling for Soup. That's going to be up on the pop break. Had a great conversation with him. We did talk about Alexa Bliss. We did talk about the potential of playing WrestleMania. Uh, so he said a couple things about that. I'm excited for that to come out. Hashtag Bill Botkin. We'll see what happens with that. Mike, you had something to say real quick? I was just going to say, I, I'm struggling. Who was Nikki, if anyone remembers from Raw, who was Nikki Ash talking to in the back when they were like, like pretty much like, aren't, is it, aren't you finally ready for a change? And she was like, yes. Do you drop? Or no. Do you drop? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was talking with Dewdrop. I say maybe Nikki Ash is one of the ones that if we're putting someone on the, heel side you know that maybe she could turn i don't know i'm just i'm throwing stuff out I'm i mean stuff we've out. Seen, i want something to do with persona. her yeah i mean we've seen her kind of with with how she debuted with the sanity kind of you know right yeah no she that's my favorite version oh. of her yes. is is like just absolutely unhinged like that's that can't be nikki ash i would die laughing way too hard if they tried to put the nikki ash actually as is in there so no not as ash she otherwise go, i'd die no she <laughs> go back to Nikki Cross but or maybe yeah. she could be Nikki ASV almost a super villain oh, or something God. I wouldn't be surprised no I would maybe want some her kind to of multi be, yeah multiverse, yeah, uh, multiverse. Yeah, no I would want her to be unhinged back to sanity style yeah. Nikki Cross not Nikki ASV yeah I, I uh, we'll move on for this but you guys you're making me so proud you guys are saying so many great things um, Michael Sullivan in the chat saying Piper Niven you are correct sir I agree with that Piper Niven love Piper Niven do drop uh, but um, we were talking about this real quick the other day the boys and I over here because we have that kind of time um, we were saying think of a faction that like had like um, like a female member you know if they're three or four uh, since DX on the main roster, like we could talk about the way um, we could talk about some NXT factions, but we were trying to think yeah. like in recent memory, who, I can't think of one before DX or after DX. Does Vicky Guerrero count? Because Vicky's tried to build some stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what we're trying to get. Like, and again, it's like, does this count? Does this count? Because there wasn't one, like maybe one with a competitor. But I mean, that's a fair point yeah, too. So it's she tough. didn't fight. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I, I feel like they were. I just feel like they were more adventurous in NXT about maybe mm -hmm. trying more mixed teams than the main roster has been. Yeah, because everybody I'm thinking of is NXT. Yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. All right, you got you guys are the best. Uh, in the chat, uh, Straight Edge Society. Ah, there we go. Oh, there you go. Good save. Look at you. Good job. Great job. Knocked out of the park. Uh, John Blaine, welcome into the chat. He's watching before he records his show. Have a great show, man. Thanks for watching so much, bro. Um, let's talk about 
Bobby Lashley, who doing well after that that fall on the ropes, man. That was crazy to see, man. Everyone says he's the toughest guy in the business, and I know why. Uh, taking on Omos with MVP, I think we kind of saw some of this, you know, coming. We we always said like MVP was going to go another direction uh, on the show for a while now. Um, I'm just thinking why. We know why MVP is with almost to, to kind of be the mouthpiece for the big man. This is very interesting. So I don't think you have almost lose here. That's my mindset. Um, let's throw it to Amanda. I don't think almost is going to lose. I would be shocked. Um, I, I feel like you know pairing pairing him with MVP. They've got big long term plans for him, uh, and this is this is the start of it. You know, having him again go up, and he's he's not going to lose to Lashley again, especially after losing at Mania. Um, I mean, this 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 is a big term. This is this is a big. Lashley used to be a stepping stone for almost at this point. Um, so that that's the intent of this program is to to build almost to like the next special attraction because there's always somebody who's a special big man or a special, you know, kind of almost like bigger than life. Like that's kind of the old school kind of booking a little bit, and I think almost is going to be it at this point in time. So that's why, they have, for me, that's why they have him with MVP. It makes no sense to have him lose. Um, will we see maybe a little mini reunion of the Hurt Business as his original form? Maybe. But I, I really feel like the intent of this match is going to be to make almost look good and win solidly. Interesting. Kelly, are we going for the trifecta here for almost? Uh, I See, this one's the only one I don't know how I feel because... I would personally book it. I, I think he does need the big win over Lashley, but I don't I don't think yet is the time to do the big win. I don't think there should be a clean finish here. I don't think we should have I, – I, I see a double disqualification or no contest getting called on that match. That way you still have some more longevity with helping Bobby Lashley build almost up, but you're not just kind of like setting it in stone and trying to run with it. I think they might want to kind of dabble with it a little bit more before they take those reins on there and make him larger than life, even though he already is physically larger than life. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping it's not a decision at all. Although if there is, it's obviously going to be almost. Yeah. Hell of a debut. Mike, you're always on point with this stuff. What's going to happen? Um, I'm pretty much, I'm going to copy paste, Rob. I'm going to copy paste uh, what Kelly said there. It's I think, so I didn't understand why you had almost losing to Lashley at WrestleMania. I didn't understand why you had that match at all. I thought almost would have been better served winning the battle Royal and kind of saving that. I thought that was a perfect use for him. Um, I do like, if I'm looking at this, uh, I think, yes, Lashley is definitely a stepping stone, but I agree with what Kelly said, where we can get more legs out of this almost can beat Lashley and that's fine. But you still have a little bit of stock in Lashley having just been the former champion, losing his title in not a really great way. So he's still like when he takes that loss to almost, then it's going to be okay. Lashley's the guy that every new, you know, heel or face, whichever, whatever Lashley is at the time gets over. But we don't have to necessarily get there yet. So if we have some kind of no decision, a double DQ, they brawl out into the ring or something, it can set up a third match, a gimmick type match of a false count anywhere or a last man standing, whatever you want to do. You got two big guys, you can keep it going. I like that no decision. Um, thought process i'm i'm too afraid to pick it because that's a ballsy pick uh so i'm gonna say almost gets the win but once again that's 
after Kelly, you just made a very compelling argument. That's what I think is going to happen. What I would do is what you said and give us a no decision to build to something greater than what we currently have. But ultimately, like Amanda said, the Lashley is eventually just a stepping stone for almost. And MVP. You have, yeah, you just have MVP get involved too. You can easily, like, yeah, you have MVP an and then, yeah. And then for the next match, he's in a shark tank above the ring or whatever, you know, they want to do. Uh, so, oh, don't, don't poo poo the no, shark you, tank. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It, it'll probably oh, happen. Oh, shades of JJ Dillon oh. coming into my head right now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a million ways you can do it. It doesn't have to be a totally clean victory, but I think almost is going to get a victory. Yeah, very, very well said, as always, my friend. Uh, Bubba John, welcome in the chat. Excited to see you down in Baltimore, guys. Shameless promo, Baltimore Celeb Fest for down in Baltimore, May 15th. Them BCP boys will be down there ready to go, hopefully getting some interviews, talking to everyone. And uh, Bubba saying Lashley is the man. He certainly is. We'll see what happens. I'm so glad to see all his success in recent years. But let's go on to our next match here. Let's go where we want to go. Let's talk about... The EST of WWE, Bianca Belair, taking on Sonya Deville. I'm actually real cool with this because Sonya's kind of been in the background, but, you know, very relevant still. So I'm, I'm kind of cool with this. I, I like the outside-the-box thinking, kind of just pulling rank and saying, hey, you know, it's my turn, and I think th this is awesome. This could be a really good match. I've, I've been a fan of Sonya since... Man, maybe even tough enough, but NXT. So I, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. We've been such a pro Bianca show since NXT and seeing her house shows here in New Jersey, man. Um, this could be really, really good. And again, a possible show stealer. I said it for Mania, Becky Bianca. Now we have this one. Uh, Bianca retains here. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Kelly. I completely agree. Bianca is going to retain. I don't think there is any logical reason to take that title off of her right now, especially with just pushing Sonia back out there. Unless somehow Toxic Attraction and Mandy are getting involved in this too. They already made up and broke that level of storyline. So why not just make it absolutely bonkers? Have Son Sonia take the title. And then all of a sudden, Bianca's big hill she has to go against, since we've got Becky and Asuka occupied and Charlotte's on a different show, is her big thing she now has to fight is four separate people, and they're all champions. So if you want to give her, like, some out-of-nowhere weird stepping stone storyline, sure, make it happen with Toxic Attraction coming in for the assist, and that's how Sonya wins. But since that's not going to happen, because I'm not a writer for WWE... Bianca's going to win, Sonya's going to be all mad, and then we're going to see one of two things. She's either going to finally fully step away from that administration role, which we know she's kind of done with to begin with, even though it's been great, or she's going to still hybrid it and use that authority to continue her storyline by still staying in the title picture for a bit longer. Wow. That, first of all, I popped for that <laughs> idea. That's amazing. Um, in the chat, people saying, I dig Kelly's idea. I agree with that. The problem is, and that's the thing I, I pop biggest for, if that happened, that would be amazing. The thing is, and as you all know, they, NXT doesn't exist in, in, in the main roster, as, as we've seen many, many times. Uh, again, listen to that interview with Ember Moon, Athena, CVV. It was very, very good. But I love that idea. My, my AEW belt just fell down, so I don't know if that's telling or not. Mike, what do you got? Uh, first of all, is this confirmed for Backlash? Like confirmed, confirmed? Because it's not on Wikipedia, and I know Wikipedia. Yes, yeah, see, why? So I went through but... the matches, and I thought, yeah. and I thought it was. So maybe I'm off, but let's go with it anyway. Because whether yeah, I think well, it's gonna happen, book, but yeah. I think you're let's right go for it. 
Um, I think this is ultimately leading to Sonia losing her authority power. Um, I can see it the way I'd book it is I would have um, Bianca beat Sonia again. And Sonia is just, a, you know, she, she got screwed again somehow. And now she wants another match. Well, no, Sonia, you've had too many matches. It's not going to happen. And Sonia's going to go, what if I put my position of authority on the line? That's how much it means to me to get another shot to be champion. And I think she'll get another shot. And I think Bianca will beat her again, uh, ultimately. And then we get just, uh, you know, Sonia on, back on the main roster doing her thing. I mark hard for Sonia Deville. Uh, she, she's a, a, a member of the community, as we say. Uh, she's family. And so I, I can't help but pull for her. I think she's got uh, great chops. Like, I mean, she can go out and do a, one of those 20-minute promos at the beginning of a Raw or SmackDown and kill it. So I like what they're doing with her. I'm fine with her in that evil authoritative role, but I do think it's time for it to come to an end. And I think it's going to be her ego that she can't handle that she lost to Bianca Belair again. So she's willing to give up everything just for, to quote Christian, one more match. And uh, it's not going to be successful and we'll go from there. And Bianca can go on to the million other feuds she's going to have. And they're all going to be amazing. All right. Very well said in the chat. Uh, Kimmy checking in and saying this is not confirmed. Yeah. Like you said, it wasn't in the official um, match rank. I was looking at CBS sports there. Um, but again, but they we only have six right now. So yeah. you could add one more easily. You could add one easily. I think so too. Amanda, help us out here. I think this is the one that's, that is going to get added. Cause I, I feel like I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, there's still quite a bit of, of room, uh, you know, for, for this particular card. So this, this is a match. I think that, that we definitely could see added. It's hard to follow you guys because y'all are so good. I'm here like, wow, like I really like Kelly's booking. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah, so good. So good. But Mike, you have a really good point too. Like I, I could see that that's more WWE like to do um, than bring in Toxic Attraction, even though that would be amazing. Hi, Pop. Now, I, to refute Bob here real quick, they actually are more acknowledging NXT subtly. You have Natalia walking around wearing Cora Jade's hat while she's dipping over, and they were having that whole feud back and forth. So there are subtleties where they're bringing in minor things. Well, and didn't Dolphin to the wall? Didn't Dolphin Braun fight on like a SmackDown? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's, so You're right. maybe it's possible. And yeah. obviously, we know a lot of that has to do with the change in regime. Uh, you know, Nunez and I like live and die with the black and gold uh, era. You know, excited to meet Johnny in a couple weeks again. Um, but I feel like, and, and this is a whole other thing. I don't want to get into it too much. And you guys bring up a great point. NXT right now, I think, obviously, a new regime 2.0, but. I feel like they're just throwing so much at us and, and seeing what sticks to the wall. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, and this could be part of it, bringing them into the main roster. Not nah, it, it's different. They're seeing what's happening. So I, I think they're just where we are. We're just trying to figure out what's going on. That being said, so happy for our guy, Joe Gacy. So happy for Mimi, uh, now yes. Sloan Jacobs. Uh, so, th so thank you for the opportunities for, for everyone uh, coming from the Northeast here. That's the most important thing. And, and these, these are good problems to have. And we have so much wrestling to argue over, you know, so that's a really good thing. Uh, welcome in Daniel uh, Bakley in the chat. Uh, yeah, saying they had the NXT title match on Raw. Yeah, there it is. All right. Okay. Um, where do you guys want to go? You guys want to talk about Cody? I always want to talk about. Uh, Cody. I wish. Talk about Cody. I wish Bill was here to sing right now. Um, he has his own version <laughs> of the song. But we'll, Cody Rhodes there it is. on the show. 
that's it, man. Thank you, Mike. I, I, someone had to sing it. That's Cody right. versus Seth. What do you guys feel about this booking? I know we could talk about Cody for days, and please do. Uh, this has been arguably the most popular thing in wrestling. His return couldn't have gone better. It just worked out perfectly. Right. Vince came to him to talk and me and all that stuff. We can go on and on. I have so much to say. Let's start with you guys. Amanda, take it away. All I have to say is seeing that moment live was incredible. Oh. Incredible. I, I, the whole stadium just popped. And Kelly, you were there too. So, I mean, you, it was like this people just, even though I think we had a deep, pretty good idea that it was a strong possibility it was going to happen. I think I, I, for me, I thought it was going to happen raw. Um, you know, cause I always use like a big, usually the big returns are sometimes, especially with stone cold already being out there and taker or whatnot, you know, it, I could have, that was something I had seen or had kind of foreseen, but yeah, I was happy to have seen it. So, and I really feel like they're really handling his return well in terms of getting him getting the win over mania, all of the, the vignettes, the interviews, they're really, Cody's getting a really good push, you know, especially being in the public eye, um, much more so than he's at least in WWE has ever had. Um, yeah, you know, so they're really again just just was on, you know. We could talk about the Zelda. You know, the Zelda debate was great, <laughs> um, but just even having him right off the bat in those key spots, and again being on social media, you know, the, the, this is a big thing for Cody. So as and I know WWE likes the 50-50 booking. You know, there's always a chance that Seth could win, but I really don't see it happening with Cody's momentum being so hot right now. Um, they're gonna have a great match. They were. I think they're going to do better than Mania. There were some rough spots at Mania, but the match was still good overall. I thought it was one of my my favorite of the night, one of them. Um, and just you know, so I really feel like they're going to they're going to step it up. I think this this might be the match of the night for me already. Um, I, I feel like again, other than other than Bianca uh, and Sonya's match, I really feel like this is going to be the other one. It's going to be up there, but I see Cody winning. Because again, he's the way he's being handled right now. He's just the momentum is just is too hot, and um, to have him lose to Seth, which again it wouldn't be a bad thing to lose. Seth Rollins is a great competitor, so Kimmy, don't get mad. Um, <laughs> um, but I really feel like it's going to go to Cody at this point, just to keep that momentum going, and just he's on a roll right now. He's on a roll right now, and it's going to be a great match. I'm excited for it. Absolutely. Very well said. And I'll try not to go too long on this. I have a lot to say about Cody. Uh, Rick Santos in the chat saying Cody wins, but will end up losing to a part-timer. Mm, in interesting. People saying Cody's momentum will wear off. Very interesting. I mean, again, uh, he's, he's very, very hot right now. He could cool off. It all depends on the booking. That being said, I mean, it, it was a perfect emotional situation at WrestleMania. I wasn't there, but we could, we could feel it. You know, we're all Who's coming out? Da, da, da. That music hits. First of all, that weekend it gets 8 million plays on Spotify. He's had the same song for five years, <laughs> but it just shows you. Um, and, and we're not pro this, pro that. You know, we all have our opinions. I, I enjoy watching AEW every week. Uh, love seeing people pop up on there. That's That's been my go-to the past couple weeks. But it does show, like, that scale. How He's had that sh song for five years. I learned it on Qatar the next day. I've known it for five years. But that's something about that entrance. I mean, and it's not just me. Spotify, 8 million plays over the weekend, whatever it is. It was perfect. And then that promo on top of all of that. 
I think that's the most emotionally invested I've been in someone. And, and I liked Cody more so because of the opportunities he's been given people and what he did for the independents. Um, but, you know, the emotion, he's doing all the interviews. I watch all of them. He is, and now they're playing into it as they should, but he's breaking all the rules. He's saying wrestler. He's cursing in the interviews. Any of us who've done an interview with WWE Superstar, you are monitored like everywhere. You know, no cursing. No, 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 no. We, we know this story. And the fact that he's like doing whatever he wants, you can kind of feel it. This is an emotional promo. To have him go against Seth again right now, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I think it's a good rematch, a lot of rematch. This is the perfect pay-per-view for it. We're going to get another great match, but it makes no sense for Cody to lose here. And uh, Vac, credit to him. He thinks the story for Cody right now should be kind of like the close call thing where he, you think he's going to get the money in the bank or he wins it, but he cashes in and it doesn't work. Or he's one of the last ones in the Royal Rumble. And I think that's going to be, I think we drag this out for Cody. The money's in the chase. This could be really good. We're emotionally invested. Um, my whole question is how does this play out with the rumors of The Rock coming back? Um, is Mania the stage? SummerSlam the stage? How does this work out for Cody? I'm very, very excited for it. Um, Mike, the voice of reason, reel me in, man. Um, so I adore Cody. I always have adored Cody. I have a thing for second generation wrestlers. I still hope Curtis Axel comes back one day. So let's just put that out there that my bias hasn't been eliminated, right? He's still in it. He's still in the 2014 Royal Rumble. Uh, He's doing great, by the way, setting all kinds of records. Um, but so I feel like I, he's been talked over a top rope since then, though. So, I mean, if that's the only in a different, qualifier, yeah, different he, got el- though, maybe. he got eliminated from the 2015 Royal Rumble, but he's still never okay, been eliminated from Okay, but then why wouldn't that count? Because, like, it, it's a Royal Rumble still. At some point, it actually ended if, if he all he had to do, if he's saying, I never got tossed over the top rope. Well, eventually you did at some point. Kelly, we're going to have to agree to disagree. That's that's fine. Curtis Axel has never lost. Uh, No. Um, But so, yeah, so I'm biased for second generation wrestlers, but Cody's always been very special to me. I think he's amazing. He brought back the original Intercontinental. Well, not the original, but the best version of the Intercontinental belt. Uh, So he, he gets all the props in the world to me. I love what he's doing. I thought they were their slow build toward a heel turn in AEW was amazing, but then everything obviously changed. So now he's here, he's being a face and he's incredible. And here's the thing. Eventually he's going to face Roman Reigns for the title. He's not going to win, but he's going to face Roman Reigns for the title. And the only way that you have a shred of belief that he could beat Roman Reigns, which again, he's not going to, but the only way we believe that he could beat Roman Reigns is if at that point he's undefeated, he can lose something like a money in the bank match, but I think for the sake of the fans believing in the storyline, I can't go. You're going to have me going. There's no way Seth or uh, Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman Reigns. He lost to Seth Rollins at Backlash. Like, come on, man. So it's you got to keep him undefeated in these one on one kind of matches. Of course, chicanery can always happen. But the other thing is, too. Um, and Kimmy, you're not going to believe me, but this is a compliment. Uh, drip God Seth Rollins never needs to win a match. It doesn't matter. His character is beyond that, and his character is so arrogant and condescending. I love the fact that he goes and gets his ass, his butt kicked. I was trying so hard. I was trying so hard not to swear for you, Rob. Uh, he goes out and gets his butt kicked, and then the next day, he's acting like he just won the lottery, and I, that's the best part about his character is he's totally unaffected by any kind of loss. He just is the man 24 7 he does not ever need to win he does not need this win in any way cody rhodes i think would be um crippled 
by a loss. If you're long-term projecting him to go for a title, um, I love him coming close to money in the bank and not getting it, doing all that sort of stuff, but he has to win this and he has to look like the million bucks that he is. Cody Rhodes all the way. I like it. Kimmy, of course, chiming in on this one, Seth being her favorite for the listeners of the show here. In all caps, he hasn't won in how many months? Uh, and he doesn't has, matter. He hasn't won. A, He's still over. <laughs> he hasn't won wrestling fashion in any months either. So we'll we'll leave it at that. Oh, cool, cool. Ke- Kelly, uh, Kelly, tell us. Hit him where it hurts, Rob. That's it. Hit him where it Ke- hurts. Ke- never. He will never win. Kelly, tell us. And this is from a guy who has zero fashion sense. Kelly, tell us about that mania entrance and that experience for you. And and do you think Cody wins again? Okay, Rob. I'm gonna break a lot of people's hearts here. And there is video evidence of my exact feelings on it, on this. I haven't given an F about Cody Rhodes since he was dashing Cody Rhodes and putting bags on people's heads. Wow. That was my favorite Cody Rhodes. I loved that heel character. I loved the involvement with the crowd. I loved how up his own butt he was. Good about how song. pretty he was. Song. Yeah, was great. Smoke and Mirrors was beautiful. Uh might be a video out there of uh, my exact face of him coming out just being like, because mm. I didn't want him. I didn't want Cody Rhodes. Wow. I knew he was coming. I put it on my prediction sheets, but I didn't want him back. I thought he could have stayed where he was, and I would have been a happy little duck because I would have never had to see him. I don't watch AEW. I watch a lot of other things, but I will not watch that. Wow. And that's a whole other podcast if you want to dive into that. I actually had dream booking Gargano coming through. I would have loved that to be the way to introduce Gargano to the main roster by having him go on the biggest stage of them all, having this huge nerdy comic book entrance at WrestleMania going against Seth Rollins. I didn't get what I wanted. Didn't happen. I know Cody Rhodes is going to win this time too. Um, I do actually think there's great potential to start a partnership with Seth and Cody down the road. If we want to give Cody a heel turn, I think that's a great way to build another faction. You can add Becky into that. You can have Bianca joining the Street Profits. You can start building things a little bit more and actually give some more dimension for when Becky and Bianca start to go back and forth for the title. So I think there's a lot of different potential that's just not going to happen. But it's an idea for down the road when that heel turn does come. For anybody saying Cody Rhodes is going to lose his momentum or anything, they've invested far too much in it, including already promoting back, bringing the winged eagle title. So they've already laid those pieces down. He is going to get a title. It's not going to be from Roman Reigns. It's going to be from some way that Roman splits up his titles or at some point takes a break. Um, But he's going to bring that winged eagle back for Raw for that main title it's just not going to be against roman as we've all acknowledged as we've all acknowledged i see what you did there um very well put uh i think that's a great point you know i i thought you know this and these are good problems to have it as far as a booking scenario because we're actually talking about it and very very intrigued and interested by it um uniting the titles the unification or whatever uh part of me thinking is this because omega won uh, pwi number one because he had more titles than uh, roman from all the different things i don't know but um I, i think that's a fair point like when Roman had both titles and we all picked him to win, of course, but it's like, you know, if, if Lashley or, and then I'm just using Lashley as an example, Lashley's fantastic. But if someone else had the WWE championship, cause it has to be that title in my mind, 
um, it would make it would be a little bit easier to get to. So this should be very interesting how it plays out. And, and as you brought up, Kelly, a lot of a lot of the chat right now is talking about that winged eagle belt. A lot of nostalgia there. So uh, the the fans could really be the real winners here, depending on the booking. A lot of people in the chat saying, "Oh, it's WWE. I don't think it's going to play out." So and so, we'll see. I'm invested. Uh, it's arguably one of the things I'm most excited about. A uh, real quick shameless promo. We talked about Baltimore. Uh, Celeb Fest, I want to talk about our friends Kane Parker Promotions. They are bringing in JTG, Jay the God. Also bringing in our good friend, who I love to work with, Mr. Dave LaGreca. Congrats on 13 years of Busted Open. Uh, we'll be excited to see you at 80s Wrestling Con this Saturday. Shameless promo. That's in, I believe, uh, Morristown, New Jersey. Correct me if I'm wrong. I got to look it up. Guys, 80swrestlingcon.com. Check it out now. Like 36 at least 80s wrestlers going to be there. Mark Henry's coming. Like I said, Dave LaGreca will be there. It's going to be a great day. And then we get the ISPW show at night. Shameless promo. Let's keep it moving. Oh, boy. Happy Core <laughs> versus uh, Madcap. Is it Madcap Moss now? I know it keeps changing. It's Madcap Moss. Madcap, yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of the cheesy jokes. I'm not going to lie. But we talked about this on the WrestleMania show. You know, um, Corbin was the guy to retire Kurt Angle. I, I talked to Shameless Promo. We talked to Kurt about it. We talked about all that match on PopBreak.com. Shameless Promo, check it out. But it's like, what's where are we going with Corbin? They're, again, it's like they're seeing what sticks to the wall, and, and they've had some success with it, but I am I am lost. I am lost on this one. I, I don't know where to go. Mike, I'm just going to throw it to you, man. You, you're my safety net. I know where to go. I'll tell you where you're going. Uh, you're going to Money in the Bank in Las Vegas where Happy Corbin loses all of his stuff again because that's where he wanted and got his whole everything back was in Vegas. So he's going to lose it all in Vegas. As far as this match goes, look, there's a few things in life you do not do. You do not tug on Superman's cape. You do not pee into the wind and you do not touch another man's trophy. You don't do it. That's rule number one in wrestling. Don't touch someone else's trophy. You're going to get your butt kicked for it. That's what's going to happen here. I think this is just an easy feel good moment. Madcap Moss, they seem to be throwing a little bit of momentum behind him. Corbin is a great heel. I don't like him, but I respect the hell out of them. The man is a solid worker. And I just, I, oh. You don't touch someone's trophy and get away with it. You don't. It's that simple. So Moss is going to win. We're going to run it back at uh, Money in the Bank. And I think we're getting Sad Corbin back. And I really hope we do. Because as fun as Happy Corbin has been, Sad Corbin was just a thing of beauty, man. Like, I oh, I was hoping they were going to make him so downtrodden and pathetic that actually people started to feel bad for him and root for him. That's how I saw the face turn coming. Maybe we can try it this time. But I think he's going to lose all of his fortune in Money in the Bank and the beginning of the downward spiral is going to start at Backlash with a loss to Mad Cat Moss. That, that's why people watch this show. They feel bad for me, man. That's how I got fans. Um, let, <laughs> and you got over eventually yeah, it works. One way or another. <laughs> with my, Hi, Mom. Thanks for watching. Um, Amanda, help us out here. Um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm on the same lines. I mean, this is probably one of the matches I'm not as invested in just, just because it's compared to everybody else on the card. It's, it's, it's kind of like a, a nice, like mid card, you know, match. And, and Corbin is a good worker. Like he is a good mid card, you know, he's, he's gonna, he's, he, he's a good heel and he's a good mid card heel. Um, I really like sad Corbin too. <laughs> I was really, I was kind of like, you know, again, happy, happy Corbin's not bad, but sad Corbin 
was was really good for me. I I actually really enjoyed. I thought Corbin, Happy but... Corbin was going to last like two weeks, and we were going to yeah. get Sad Corbin back, and it's we're still doing this. So I know I really because Sad Corbin is great. Corbin, um, it just it made me cry. That's terrible. I feel like a terrible human being because I'm like, well, I should feel sorry for him, but it's kind of hilarious at the same time so just the things that would happen um i feel like the story his stories were more creative when he was sad corbin there's a little bit more energy put there whereas happy corbin it's kind of been just level um it's been one note I, right it's one note where sad corbin you got a, a little bit more of a multi-dimensional story and he worked with it well so i really want that back too um i feel like moss is going to go over it's just it's just that seems to be the pattern that corbin has um, and it makes sense, I guess, to, to, I mean, you've had Moss with him all of this time. It's time to give him his moment, uh, and just kind of, st- you're, we're already starting building momentum for him. Just keep it going. And that's, that's why I, 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 that's what I feel about this particular match. I think it's just, it's a way to get Moss over and continue building him up. Yeah. All right, Kelly. Well, I have to say I learned something today. I always thought the first rule of wrestling was to never expect your wedding to go through smoothly. Nice. But Randy Savage and Liz, Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. There's two exceptions to that rule. Was that smooth? It was it, it was happy. There was bumps. I mean, some people definitely finished getting married. I don't think <laughs> like saying I do was the final goal. You got triple check Stephanie. Through the drive. Boom. Okay, it helps when your partner's been roofied. But <laughs> that was a ruse. I don't it was a ruse. That. I'm sorry. I don't endorse, don't drug your partners, guys. It was a um, ruse. I, I shouldn't have to say that I don't endorse that, but I've seen how comedians work these days, and I know that I have to put out that statement. I don't actually support uh, Same, drugging your partners either. in any way, don't shape, either. or form. Don't moving either. on. We're moving in, we're on in unanimous. I loved Sad Corbin, too. I really did. Uh, if you watch the tapes back, he ran into me at Vegas, and then all of a sudden his luck started to change. That's right. So, oh, that's <laughs> Did he ask you for a Corbin dollar? Is one of my favorite. <laughs> he did, but Corbin <laughs> is one of my favorite people to, to get to run into, to get to chat with. He's a great guy to talk to. He loved being Sad Corbin. He said it was some of the most fun he had been having in his career. He's like, look at this shirt. This shirt is disgusting. <laughs> like, this is great. Um, Madcap is definitely going over. Uh, Corbin is clearly here to try and give him that push and and get him over. Uh, I hope we get said Corbin back at Money in the Bank. I will be there. It's Vegas. It's my favorite place to be with both a combination of wrestling and gambling. Um, But, you know, as far as things being one note, if the one note you hear is constantly the slots coming through, that's the note I want to hear. So if he wants to give me that look, I'll be gambling, too. I mean, I'm saying if you gave him a dollar and he hit with that dollar and then he built all that, he, he might owe you a couple bucks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. I'll Absolutely. have to run into him again and like call that tab because I hit him right before he played. Mm-hmm. And there it I is. had a party yeah. to get to. There you go. You're busy. You're busy. I, I understand this. Kelly, are you going to be at Money in the Bank this year? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm a timeshare brat. Got my condo booked. I've got my flights all settled and I'm ready to spend six days in Vegas going absolutely wild. We'll see you there. I'm going to be there too. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Mike Mike doesn't sign arms though. He charges. I 100%. Yes. And no photographs at Listen, all. unless your name is Alexa Bliss, I'm not interested yeah. right now. That's it's I'm I there's no shame in uh being downcast against Alexa Bliss. Oh, That's fine oh with me. Oh boy. 
All right, let's Excuse let's me. go to what I would assume would be the main of action. Maybe not uh, in this one. Uh, very weird pivot. That was the main story this week, going from that tag team unification match. Uh, I see Mike already shaking his head. RK Bro now with Drew taking on the Usos versus Reigns. The only thought process I have here is Reigns somehow. Obviously, I mean the match you know, which we've seen a few times already, Reigns versus Drew. Like, it makes sense, you know. Roman's going to run through everyone until eventually he takes on either Cody or The Rock. That's a whole other discussion. Um, Or possibly Reigns versus this new incarnation, this happy Randy, if you will. You know, this different Randy. Um, So that's kind of where I think they might go with this. I think that I like going against the grain. I think the the end game here is, is the singles match for Roman. But it's a weird pivot because you think... Unification match for uh, the titles. Usos obviously win. Um, you know who I think is really good, though? I think Ezekiel is going to be a really yes. good start. Like, his brother was good. Like, his brother was really good. But I think Elias was solid. He was solid. He was solid. Zeke I hope to is see, next level. I hope to see him back soon. I really do. But I think Ezekiel would be the guy for this match. I, I think he'd be great. But that being said, they went this direction. Um, Mike, I saw you shaking your head. Uh, your thoughts on this yeah. one? I hate everything about this. I really do. I So, um... Uh, apparently the second rule or third rule, I guess now we're getting into of wrestling is if you're going to pivot and you're advertising and promise me, promising me one thing, and then it switches over, I should be more hyped for this new thing that you're giving me. If you're going to change, I just have a feeling that this happened so inorganically that this was something that was a very last minute pivot because I was, I was totally against unifying the uh, titles at WrestleMania, but it happened. So this is the world that we live in now. Unifying the tag titles makes all the sense in the world. You could then unify the women's side, whatever you want to do. I saw that as being the way that it was going. You got me to care about the Usos and RK Bro, which I mean, I love both of them as teams, but it's, I was really excited about the who's going to win. I was really struggling with who's going to win. And then you pivot to this six man tag in which no titles are on the line. It's our first chance at seeing the new undisputed unified world heavyweight WWE 24 seven champion in Roman Reigns. And it's a tag match. Really? Like, it just, there's nothing about this that I'm hyped for or excited for. The only logic that I see is when you have someone like Roman Reigns who's been on as long of a just tear as he's been on, you have to find little ways to give him losses because you don't want that like it it's okay if he seems unbeatable but if it gets to the point where we go well screw it why am i even watching i know he's not going to lose it's sort of the end sort of like the end of goldberg's run where i'm like why am i even watching match 137 i know he's going to win and the streak's going to keep going so this is a perfect opportunity to give roman a loss without really giving him a loss it's oh yeah and kimmy uh Rollins beat Roman at Royal Rumble. So quit your griping about him never getting a win. Um, he did get a win. Uh, so, and, but again, it, his character was protected. It's going to be the same thing this way. Uh, I think Drew is definitely getting the pin and the pin is definitely coming on Jimmy or Jay. Roman is not going to be involved in the decision of this, but I think this, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Having the bloodline win this match to me just if we then go to a tag unification after that, I don't really care anymore. And why on earth would we have Drew face Roman if they he couldn't win in a six-man? Why am I going to give him this time a day in a main event? There's just nothing about it that makes sense to me in having the bloodline win this. It's got to be RK-Bro and Drew, and it's going to be Drew getting the pin on, let's say, Jimmy. You're, dude, you're so right. 
You're so right. Man. I know. I know, right? <laughs> Kelly, help me out. I I agree. I mean, first off, I don't I, I hate to say this. I love Roman Reigns. I love Randy. <laughs> and like I've gotten a smoke with Riddle before. So you've got half of my favorite people in this match already. Why don't I care? And it's just I it was confusing. I don't understand why the changes happened. Although the business side of me does. Fox and USA are two competing networks. You can't imagine they're happy about having to split a main champion. And so to then also put on them to the point they're going to also have to split the tag team champions. I never saw full unification of the titles happening because of the competing broadcasts that they're on. Yes, they're not on at the same time, but those are dueling networks. So the fact that you've already got that kind of competition, unification straight off the board is not and never will happen unless they go completely back to one network or joint networks where they're partners. So, so do you think I, I the universal the title is going to split mm-hmm. back up? Do you think the, okay. All right. Unless they get, cause there, there've been talks about networks competing for the shows again, unless they solidify partners to where it's okay to unify things and have that back and forth. I think what we saw here was one or both networks pulling rank and saying, absolutely not. We're already splitting one. We're not going to split more. And that could be why you got this quick swerve. I don't even see Roman being present at ringside when Jimmy or Jay takes that pin and it's going to cause some dissension on Friday night. We'll see some follow-up there, but at some point him and Heyman are going to dip and you're definitely going to see one of them take the pin. I personally am kind of tired of seeing Drew. I get he's a great performer. Uh, He just was up there so much, especially carrying things through COVID. I'm just tired of him. I would love to see either Randy or Riddle taking that and getting the pin because, you know, at least that gave a push over who was the superior tag team without having to commit to unifying the titles. Wow. Well, Kelly, you will be back on the show. You're knocking it out of the park. All right, Amanda, what do you got for this one? Uh, I think, you know, I'm not crazy about this particular match either. I really feel like, one, it's trying to give Roman something to do. You know, just trying to extend him, at least, they don't, I don't who can they feed to Roman at this point? <laughs> and, and I think it's just trying to kind of still, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. It was, there you go. Well played. Well played. But I, I just, I think it's, it's kind of extending his existing program out a little longer just because I, I don't think they have anybody ready yet to go ahead and, and can, and give him a new program. I think we're going to see him maybe go in if like, maybe like hit once and then just kind of hang out. And I think, I think dip from ringside too, but I think we're going to get him in for maybe like what, one or two minutes, if that <laughs> one tag and then we're right back out. I don't think, I think all of the action is going to be in between the teams. I also agree with you, Kelly, that I'm a little fatigued with Drew. Like, he's just not fresh. Um, and we saw a lot of him. His character, to me, is a little stale. Um, he's been, he's had the same persona for uh, how long now? Um, Since he so, turned face. Yeah, really, yeah. And it's it's been a, it's been a while. So, you know, so it's, I'm not as enthused about, especially about their particular pairing. I mean, I was really enjoying the tag team action. You know, like like Mike was saying, you know, you you were invested into the story, um, and I mean, it's a good. It, and Kelly, you bring up a good point about um, not unifying the titles because I completely forget sometimes around competing networks. Um, 
And I mean, yeah, I guess you could see the Universal title split off. And they, maybe that's what they're prepping Cody or they're prepping somebody else for us to take the other title and be the, the flagship, kind of the flagship uh, bearer. Flag, I always get the terminology mixed up, but the standard bearer. There we go. Um, for the other network, because yeah, you need to build somebody up as strong as Roman to compete against Roman and compete against the in, in ratings if, if you want to make you know both networks happy. You know, that there's nobody right now that can compete against Roman. <laughs> there's nobody. Um, Cody maybe has the best chance at this point, unless they bring in somebody else huge. Um, but that's a whole different discussion. But I think this is a safe way to keep both programs going with no titles on the line. I think it's a safe way to hand Roman a, a, a loss. Um, one of the Usos is going to take the pin and you know, it, this is just a way to keep their programs going until they figure out directions for everybody going, especially more, more so for Roman, I think, than, than anybody else in this match. But I can definitely see, uh, see Drew and RK bro winning, um, this match and pinning one of the Usos. I would like it to be Andy too, because I feel like they got a lot of momentum going. They really, they're the fresh half, they're the fun half of this, this program. And, you know, especially Randy. Um, so I would love to see him get the pin. And yeah, that'd be fun to see him go up against Roman in the future. I would I would be here for that. And maybe that's where they're going. Maybe they're kind of prepping towards that. They just need more time to let that storyline build. But I definitely see RK Bro and Drew winning this match for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And guys, I love that you looked at it from um, like not just personal opinion, but you all brought the networks involved. And I think you guys bring up some uh, from a business perspective. I, I think that's a great way to look at it. And you guys uh, really knocked it out of the park tonight. I, I'm very happy with this panel. Uh, you'll all be back. Bill, Kimmy, let's get them out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Love you guys. <laughs> Miss you guys. We'll see you for double or nothing. But before we get out of here, we are all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP. Mike, you got some new stuff happening, man. Tell us about it. Yeah, so as we brought up earlier, it's uh, I'm uh, stepping out of the closet, so to speak. The closet champion is no more, but uh, I'm with my buddy Luke, who had been on several uh, previous episodes with me, but we are now Sweet Chin Musings. Shout out to Molly, who came up with that incredibly clever title in about four seconds after I racked my brains for four days. Uh, posting pretty regularly we're doing some new stuff keeping the old stuff that worked switching it up a little bit um i will be returning in a couple months to uh the pop break i'll be writing for uh once big brother starts back up again i'm doing uh reviews for that uh took survivor off this season and it's a good thing because it's been a snoozer so uh, other than that just uh keeping up with the new podcast and trying to get the word out there and as always uh being very grateful for being on your wonderful show do it anytime. Mr. Perfect over here. You're very welcome. Uh, Kelly, anything you want to promote or any follows? Uh, I know you just stuff with the Mania Club. Yeah, go ahead. One quick thing that also just means that my record resets now because I'm now not the closet champion. I'm so, so I am perfect again until I lose. Uh, so You'll get some opinions on that, uh, I'm sure. Uh, from who? I, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Kelly, anything to promote or a shameless promo? Definitely. I've got to say, guys, if you haven't yet, join Mania Club on Facebook. They fundraise through the V Foundation for Connor's Cure. This last year, they just broke the 100000 mark for amount fundraised for Connor's Cure that they've gotten to donate. There's a lot of really fun opportunities, too, whether you're WWE, AEW, or you're chill with anybody liking what they want to like. Uh, they get some great sweet options. I know that people were saying Forbidden Door was really hard to get into. Well, they've got a sweet setup that you guys can still get some tickets 
tickets out and get a really great experience. But most importantly, we've got that fundraising through the V Foundation. They also do Give Kids the World. There's some really great opportunities. Do you want to have Shotzi Blackheart? follow you on Instagram. There is a fundraiser right now where you can submit your bet to have her follow you back on Instagram. And those funds are going to give kids the world. Um, personal note here, I, I took some time off from modeling. It's what I like to do in my spare time. I get to do some backstage interviews at a local wrestling show up in Everett, Washington without a cause wrestling. So it's me finally getting to dip into the community that I love since I am too injured to ever be a wrestler or anybody actually in ring taking bumps. Uh, so give without a cause a check. Uh, they do stream on IWTV. So next show is March or May 20th. Why do I always keep calling May March? <laughs> it, uh, no, but uh, Kelly, thank you for all you. Thank you for coming on. Hell of a debut, but thank you for all yeah. you do with Mania Club, uh, Demario, everyone over there does a great job again. All for uh, Connor's cure. We all know that uh, pediatric cancer, um, and uh, it's a great cause. Uh, 80s Wrestling Con Shameless promo will also be raising money for Connor's cure as well. So that that's great, and some great opportunities to to meet superstars. I have uh, people follow you on Instagram. That's how I get people to follow me. I have to pay them. Uh, Amanda, uh, tell us a little bit about Mission Pro and some of the stuff you're doing. Well, uh, shameless promo, we do have a show next Saturday. Uh, don't stop me now. We've got some fantastic matches, including our main event, which is the Renegades, our tag team champions, the Renegade Twins, which if you don't follow them, you should. They are amazing. Um, as well as our other amazing team, our challengers, Bougie Reality, Maddie Rankowski, and Roche Chanel. The, there's a lot of bad blood here in this match. <laughs> a lot of tension between these two teams. This is a no to key match, so... Titles are on the line, and it's going to get crazy. We'll see if Southern Star Brewery is going to be up and running still by the time this match is over. That's it. Genocide real, <laughs> um, genocide real mad. I saw that promo. Well, she got yeah. Colin King. Oh, my She's, God. Oh, yeah. That triple threat's going to be yeah. – that match is going to be so, so, so good. Um, I mean, so we've got a stellar lineup all the way through. Our wrestlers are – yeah. Again, I don't know how the brewery's still standing sometimes. Yeah. I really don't. Um, but yeah, of course, um, if you're in the Texas area, you know, basically, or at least kind of by Houston, we're, in, we're based out of, or at least working out of Conroe. Um, so your tickets are still available. And of course, you can stream on Title Match Network. Uh, and then we'll be in Oklahoma on June 25th with uh, the Comic Con over there. So uh, starting to promote for that. Some matches are forthcoming for that particular show. Um, and I'm not affiliated with this other promotion, but I do support them too, because I like to support our, my my independent promotions here, but, um, same weekend, uh, May 15th, river city wrestling is having a show as well that they stream on title match network. Uh, they have another great card and some of our, uh, some of our mission pro people sometimes show up on their cards. So <laughs> Maddie Rankowski being one of them. So, um, support local wrestling, support indie wrestling. Uh, you never know again, Roxy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, you never know who's, who's going to show up. So, um and and yeah that's all i've that's all i've got and you guys are awesome thank you all for for having me back i again i missed being here and it's great to be back that's awesome we'll have you back we're talking star wars kenobi all that good stuff guys give yourselves a round of applause great job today all around we got detroit we got oregon we got tech we got everyone here uh guys thank you so much uh for joining the show and like we always say here on the bcp everyone stay safe stay positive take care of each other we out peace